1: Future paleontologist, I hope you are all doing great. Looks like summer's winding down and a lot of you are going back to school, at least here in the States. I don't know about other parts of the world because you're on a different uh, uh, schedule than us here. But I do know that for a lot of you, school has started again. And a lot of you like to listen to this podcast on your way to school and on your way home Parents, thank you very much for allowing your children to hear this podcast and uh, trusting enough in me that you are willing to uh, uh, let your kids listen. So I'm very honored by that and I take it very seriously. And so I'll make absolutely sure that this always remains a very family friendly and safe place for your kids to listen. Um, This episode, episode number 88 is uh got some good exciting news. Let's start with how many downloads. We are now at 850,000 listens to this podcast. We're growing very quickly and very soon we will hit a million, which is pretty crazy if you ask me. It's absolutely amazing. Um we are heard in 177 countries around the world and now we are now heard in 14,550 different cities. That's 259 new cities since the last podcast. So that's amazing to me. It's just amazing the power of these podcasts. Hey, I want to ask all of you a question, and I'd like to get your feedback on it. Somebody asked me again to please record the lesson, uh, record these podcasts with video and upload it to YouTube because you want to actually see the podcast, not just listen. But let me tell you this. The one thing to keep in mind with that is that it'll just be me sitting behind the microphone. And I don't know if that's going to be fun to you or exciting to you, but I promise I'm going to try to at least do one. And when I do, I'll announce it. And then you can all go to YouTube and you can watch it. And then you can decide if you think that's something you'd like. And if some of you like watching it more than listening, Well, then certainly now it doesn't mean I'm going to offer one or the other. It's always going to be in the format it is now. But I'm just saying that there might be a recording of it on YouTube. And when I do now, I'll tell you guys, if you go to YouTube and you search Dinosaur George, I still have hundreds of videos there that I did years and years ago where people used to write questions to me and I would read the questions and answer them sort of like what I do on this podcast. So if you want to go to it the the image quality isn't good and the sound isn't great on the earliest ones cuz I was literally just doing it with my phone. But uh there is a bunch of stuff that you can watch if you like if you're more visual than than auditory meaning you like to watch it more than just listen to it. But I will try to record some of these videos. I mean it it I'm in a studio so it's not exciting. I do have some cool fossils behind me so there would be some stuff to see but Again, I don't know if you're going to be interested in that or not, but I'm going to try to do one of them soon. And when I do, I'll let you all know. Um, For those of you that have become members of the Patreon club, we offer three different levels, the Triceratops, Raptor, and T-Rex clubs. If you become a Raptor or a T-Rex member, you get a welcome gift. But I want you to know that those are usually sent out at the beginning of each month. So if you sign up like today to become a Patreon club member, you may not get your welcome gift gift until the first part of next month. So I want you all to know that there is a delay because we, we don't just send them out every day. We get new members. We try to send them out at one time. It's just easier for us to do it that way. So just an FYI, just so that, you know, also remember, if you become a, a Patreon club member, you, you need to give us your address so we know where to mail your gift to. Some people hesitate about sending their address, and I understand why. Listen, I do. But I want you to know that I do not sell or share our mailing list with anyone. I just don't. I don't like that when I go to somebody's website and they ask for my address and I give it, and then the next thing you know, all of a sudden I get all this stuff uh, emailed to me and all that. We don't do that. So uh, I don't rent out my list or sell my list. It's private, and I don't share it with anyone So I want you to know. So if you do sign up, uh, ask your parents to make sure to give us a mailing address of where you want your gift to be sent. If you become a Raptor or a T-Rex member, if you're a T-Rex member, you get two gifts. If you're a Raptor member, you get one. So anyway, just wanted to remind you all about that. All right. Finally, for those of you that are so kind that have helped support uh, the Tinker Project, which is uh, in my museum here in San Antonio we have the skeleton of the world's only teenage T-Rex. It's uh it's a it's it's um in my museum. We're trying to keep it here permanently. And so we have a GoFundMe account set up where you can help if you'd like to help try to do it. If you go to dinosaurgeorge.com and then click on the visit our museum page, you'll see the GoFundMe there. So I appreciate all of you that have been so nice. Um, I had somebody uh, donate their birthday money the other day, which is just such a nice thing to do. But I just want you to know how much I appreciate it. All right. Speaking of being a T-Rex member of the Patreon Club, one of the benefits is you get a birthday shout-out. And so now, I am going to go down the list of birthday shout-outs for August. Now, remember, if you join from today on... You obviously won't hear your birthday shout-out now, but we will try to put it in the ones we do in September. So here we go. Cedricaurus, Cedric, turned 9 on August the 3rd. Lucasaurus Rex turned 6 on August the 3rd. Isabel, my little Isabel, turned 8 on August the 4th. I cannot believe you're 8 years old. That's crazy. I thought you were 38. Oh, you were 37. Now you're 38. Got it. Okay, thank you. Shelby Mayatops, what a beautiful name, turned six on August the 4th. By the way, if you become a T-Rex member, you are allowed, if you choose, to give yourself a nickname. Uh, Beckett turned, oh wait, Lucadon turned eight on August the 6th. Beckett turned six on August the 8th. Gordonotosaurus, Gordonotosaurus, nice, turned six on August the 8th. Titano Wren turned six on August the 9th. Tyrano Josh Raptor Rex turned seven on August the 10th. Brayden turned nine, August the 11th. That's Brayden W. Ander Rex turned nine on August the 12th. Richard Saurus Rex turned six on August the 13th. Wait a minute. That's today. Happy birthday, Richard Saurus Rex. Wyatt turned seven on the 15th. Isaac Rex turns eight on the 15th. Susie Sorus, my little niece, turns ten on August the seventeenth. Happy birthday to you, Susie Sorus. Um uh, Mandy, who's geologically very young, had a bird has a birthday on August 17th. Uh, Australo- oh my gosh, this name. Australiovenator Acroceratops sebisaurus <laughs> turns five on August the 19th. Jude will turn five on August the 20th. Baryonyx Ben will turn seven on August 24th. Dilapho Sam, Samuel, turns seven August the 27th, 26th. Ellis Raptor and Willa Mimas turn six August the 27th. Stegosircha, what a great name, Stegosircha, turns seven on August the 27th. Anthony turns 34. This is Ranger Anthony. Turns 34 on August 29th. Happy birthday to you, Anthony. Uh, Love that we're friends. And I'm so proud to see your business doing so well. If any of you live in Nebraska and you would like somebody to come speak at your school, um, uh, stomp, chomp, and roar. Look them up. That's Ranger. Anthony has that company. Clara turns 10. Uh, I don't know what day, but Clara, you turn 10. I'm sorry, but my, my paper ran out, so I don't know. But anyway, now, For some of you, some of you joined later, or we missed your birthday, so here are some late shout-outs. Harper K. turned 8 on June the 29th. Gwenta Raptor turned 6 on July, uh, in July. Alex turned 7 July 15th. Jack turned 8 July 22nd. Golden Raptor Caleb turned 8 on July 29th. Henry turned 5 on July 29th. And little Eleopteryx turned 10 on June 22nd. You're not little, you're as big as me. So, happy birthday to all of you, to every one of you. I hope you all had a great birthday. I would sing happy birthday to all of you, but I think we all know what happens when we do that. And I am not foolish enough to do it. So, what I'll do is I'll just hum it. <clears throat> mm hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> why why did I do that why did I do that I'm sorry Happy birthday to y'all. <laughs> a couple of personal shout-outs I want to do. Little Rory Raptor and her mom came out to Trader's Village. I happened to be out there then, and I got a chance to meet her, and it was so much fun, and I love meeting you, Rory, and mom. It was great meeting you as well. Henrik came to Trader's Village as well, and he loves T-Rex, by the way. I know that because I asked him. Uh, Dallin, Eli, and Ava, they all came out. It's Dallin's birthday, by the way. I'm um, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to say it. Luca, Myla, or Mila, and Layla. Now, them I met in the town of Ennis with my traveling museum. And I want you to know something. I want you to know, oh, by the way, that you called me El Stinko. Yeah, your dad. Your dad called me El Stinko. So I want you all to know how much trouble you are all in. All of you. Henrik, by the way, I hope you enjoyed it. Love meeting your family as well. It was great meeting all of you guys. Thank you all so very much for coming out there. I'm glad there was a time that I was able to be out there. Now, for our feature creature, this is one that I love who does not get a lot of attention. Let's give. It's time for our feature creature segment. If you would like to suggest a creature, go to the Dinosaur George Kids podcast page at DinosaurGeorge.com or post your suggestion on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page. Now, here is your feature creature. Mementosaurus. Boy, is this a dinosaur that people don't get to learn as much about. This is an amazing dinosaur. Mementosaurus is a sauropod. For those of you that know what that is, that basically is a long-necked dinosaur. Sauropods. This one's a big one. Uh, This dinosaur, first of all, lived during the late Jurassic all the way into the early Cretaceous, which is pretty rare because there was a big division between those that were in the Jurassic and those that made it into the Cretaceous. There must have been a large extinction event at that time because uh, you have so many animals that disappeared at the end of the Jurassic. You have um, Camptosaurus, uh, Dryosaurus, Allosaurus, Saurophaganax, Torvosaurus, Brachiosaurus, Apatosaurus, um, Diplodocus. Those all go away, but Mementosaurus is one of the ones that makes it. It lived from 161 to about 114 million years ago, so this one's kind of an anomaly because it's a sauropod that was both in the Jurassic and the Cretaceous. Now, there were sauropods in the Cretaceous. But this is one that clearly made it through. It's a big dinosaur. It's been estimated between 49 to 80 feet long. That's 15 to 26 meters long. This is a big dinosaur. Uh, I mean, that's and that's a big group. And people are like, well, how could there be such a a, how could it live between or, or between this size and that size? Why is it 49 feet and 85 feet? That's a huge difference. 15 meters to 26 meters is a huge difference. Well, again, it's because so many of these dinosaurs are based on limited evidence. Sometimes they find almost a complete skeleton, which is great. But then when you find bigger bones from the same species, you have to estimate or guess just how big that animal was. So that's why you see those big variations of them. Um, so there's even some estimates that suggest that this animal grew to 35 meters. That's 115 feet. That is a big, big dinosaur. Now, it's the coolest thing about, about Mementosaurus, the thing that I find the most amazing, is that its neck is half of its body length. Half of its body length was just its neck. So if you took that dinosaur and you drew a line straight down the middle of its body you would have been drawing it about the spot where the neck meets the body this this thing's neck is gigantically long it's just so weird now some scientists believe that it kind of stood in an environment and it didn't lift its head high up that its neck stuck straight out so it just stood in one spot and just kind of moved his neck from side to side, eating out of any bush or tree that it could find that it could reach. Other scientists believe it had the ability to raise its neck up, to reach higher up into the trees. And then some scientists believe that this dinosaur could have actually reared up on its back legs, kind of leaning back on its tail, sort of like a tripod, which would have allowed it to reach super high up into trees, probably where other sauropods couldn't reach. And that gives Mementosaurus an advantage, because if you can reach more food, then you're going to be more likely to survive. And so that may be how Mementosaurus made it from the late Jurassic into the early Cretaceous, because it was such an effective animal at eating that it was able to reach food that other members of the sauropod family couldn't do Like they maybe they couldn't rear up on their hind legs or lean back onto their tail like a tripod, like a kangaroo almost. Whatever the case, this is a successful dinosaur. Now it's like other sauropods; it doesn't have teeth for chewing. Their teeth are not made for chewing. Their teeth only do one thing, and that is rake the leaves off of the limb. So if you had the limb of a tree and you put your hand around it and you pulled back, you'd pull all the leaves off, but you'd leave the limb behind. That's what its teeth do; they're not chewing. It apparently chews its food inside of its stomach because so many paleontologists believe that these dinosaurs had things called gastroliths, which is stones inside their stomach. They would actually swallow stones and those stones inside the stomach would help grind up the plants. If they can't chew the leaves in their mouth, the stones, the stomach stones, the gastroliths are the thing that would help do that. When you eat your food, if you do not chew your food well, your body doesn't get to absorb the nutrients. It would be like eating cardboard. If you ate a bunch of cardboard, you might feel full, but you would slowly die of starvation because there's no nutrition in it for your body to get. So if you swallow leaves and you don't chew them up, If you don't break apart the leaf, your body can't get to the nutrition and it passes through your digestive system and you poop it out the back. Well, you don't want to poop out perfectly good food because your body can't digest it. You want to be able to break it up. And that's what scientists believe they were using to do that is the stones in the stomach as the stomach churned and moved, these stones would roll around and break apart the vegetation. That's the idea behind it. And they probably did. I feel pretty confident that they did because its teeth are little pegs. They almost look like, like if you took a pencil and cut a pencil in half, that's a peg. They kind of had little peg-like teeth that stripped the leaves off the tree, but it didn't chew them because their jaws aren't made for that. Um, and so this dinosaur was first discovered— in 1952 at a construction site. And it was near this place called Sichuan province in China. And they were able to study it and then name it in 1954. They discovered it in 1952, but it was described and named in 1954. Now here's the thing that could be a little confusing. So pay attention to this. All dinosaurs have a first and last name. All animals have a first and last name. So, um, there is more than one dinosaur named Mementosaurus. Let me explain what I mean. There is Mementosaurus um, uh, hokuensis, Mementosaurus sinocanodorum, Mementosaurus young guy, Momentosaurus annuensis. Well, how, how do they have all these names? Well, it's because when you, I think the main Momentosaurus is named Momentosaurus constructus. So you can have animals that are so closely related and they look so similar that they all get the same first name. But because there's a little bit of differences between them, sometimes they get a different last name. So that's why if you ever hear Stegosaurus, you might hear Stegosaurus stenops or Stegosaurus longispinus or Stegosaurus armatus. How do they how can there be more than one dinosaur named Stegosaurus? Well, it's because they all look very similar, but there's enough differences to where they get a different last name. So when you say Mementosaurus, when you see pictures of Mementosaurus, you are probably seeing Mementosaurus constructus, but you just, they just don't put its last name. But this is why I'm telling you, and the only reason why I'm telling you this, not to confuse you, but because sometimes you may get a book, uh, especially for my older listeners, where you see a listing of their names and you see all these other last names and you're like, what? I don't understand. It's because it's still Mementosaurus but there was enough differences for it to be given a different name. Something else that's cool about Mementosaurus is they found skin impressions. Now, what are skin impressions? Well, some animals can become mummified where their skin actually is turned to stone, but that's different from an impression. An impression is where an animal dies and mud covers its body, but the, the texture of the skin sort of is pressed into the mud and when the skin decomposes and goes away the print is still in the rock above it the mud above it think about this if you if you put your finger on a desk and get a piece of clay like modeling clay put it on the end of your finger and push it down and then lift it off when you look in the clay you're going to see a print of your finger it's not your finger It's not your skin. It is a print of your skin. That's what they found with Mementosaurus. Not the skin, but the impression where the mud that covered him, it left a print and then that mud turned to stone. So what they found was it had sort of like pebbly skin. It seems like all dinosaurs have this. They don't have big scales like a snake or big scales like some lizards. It's more like look at a picture of a Komodo dragon. Look at the skin on a Komodo dragon. Or look at the leg of a turtle, or uh, not a turtle, a tortoise. They have these little bumpy, fine little bumps all over their body. That's what it looks like uh, on the skin impression left by Mementosaurus. This is a big dinosaur. It is not made for speed. It is not made for speed. And there's something else about Mementosaurus that is weird. And that is... Its legs don't really stick straight down from its body like so many other dinosaurs. These kind of stick out a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. Makes Mementosaurus very unique in that his legs are not straight up and down. Like if you see an elephant standing, its legs go straight up and down. If you see you and I standing, our legs go straight up and down. Well, imagine if your legs were out just a little bit to each side. It just just a different posture, just a strange-looking little dude. Well, I say little. There's nothing little about mementosaurs. This is an amazingly big dinosaur, and I love it, and the love of the fact that its neck is so long. For those of you that follow me on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, here is your project if you would like to have a project. If you follow me on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, I would like for you to try to draw a picture of a Mementosaurus. He's a long neck. Um, you, can, you can look him up. You can look, you can look up the dinosaur. Its name is spelled M-A-M-E-N-C-H-I-S-A-U-R-U-S. Mementosaurus. I want you to draw two pictures. One with its neck straight out and one with its neck up in the air. And I want you to look at how different each one of those looks. I don't know if it could lift its head in the air or not, but I do know that if it could, it would be able to feed in a much greater place. All right. Speaking about the uh, Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group, this is totally free for anyone that would like to join. Make sure you look for the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group. You will see a Dinosaur George page. You can join that too, but that's not where we post all the fun stuff. That's really where we post like information about schools, where we're going to be and that kind of stuff. So you can follow both, but you definitely want to follow the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group. So speaking of that, let me jump over and just highlight uh, a uh, a couple of people that have written to me on it. Uh, this comes from the Thompson family. Carlos Sucas, age six, says, Hey, El Stinko. I mean, Dinosaur George. Look at the giant turtle. did you just call me, kid? What did you just call me? Just call me El Stinko. Look, I don't know who El Stinko... No one knows the identity of El Stinko. No one. Stronger than the Hulk. Faster than the Flash. Smellier than a skunk the identity so he's standing in front of a really cool triceratops skull i like that very much thank you so much for posting that buddy i appreciate it Saurus rex put in a huge battle it's called the battle in the backyard you guys have got to go on there and see this is an epic looking battle i love that samuelsaurus thank you so very much Jessica the Raptor, age seven, from the UK, drew a beautiful, beautiful picture of an allosaurus and eggs. I love that. And DG and his stink bombs are near the eggs. What did you just say to me? Are you saying I got stink bombs? Kids, are you saying that my underarm smells so bad? Let me tell you something, Miss Jessica the Raptor, age seven, from the UK. (laughs) I love, I love your drawing. Not your stink bombs. But I love your drawing. That's beautiful, honey. Thank you so very much. That's so cool. And here, Jessica, the raptor sent some beautiful stuff. This is really, uh, she was in a, in Italy and posted some great pictures. Mom, dad, or both. Thank you for posting these. I love these pictures. They're absolutely great. Nobleosaurus did a really neat video, posted a really neat video on there. I love it very much. Spinonorosaurus. Speaking about spino now she posted some really cool pictures and I love your dinosaur shirt. That's really cool. And she's holding a dinosaur on top of that. Um, In a minute, she was the one who got lucky and her name came up on the wheel and she's interviewed. I'm going to play her interview in just a few minutes. So thank you for posting that. Thank you for the interview. I loved it very, very much. Uh, this is really cool. This is also Spinosaurus showed a bunch of dinosaurs eating breakfast at her table. I would be very careful about your hands being bitten. Saurus Rex had a great time exploring the National Muse- Museum of Scotland yesterday. Thank you. Do you guys live in Scotland? If you do, thank you for listening to me over there. I think you guys do live in Scotland. Thank you very, very much. I love those pictures. Those are great dinosaurs, by the way. That's absolutely great. Isaac, age seven, said... Did Dire Wolves and Artotis fight? Yes, I think they did. But in my opinion, Dire Wolves kept their distance from Artotis, the giant bear. I think Dire Wolves would have stayed as far away from them as he could because he's just, he's just too powerful. One swipe of those claws is going to send you flying. Like today in, in Wyoming, uh, wolves keep their distance from grizzly bears for good reason. All right, uh, Jasper, age five, do a, a dinosaur George being squashed by a brachiosaurus. What did you say to me? Oh, okay. It says I'm okay because I'm giving a thumbs up with the dinosaur standing on me. It says, bye, El Stinko. Well, Jasper, uh, what? Listen, Jasper, first of all, I get squashed by a dinosaur, and then you're calling me El Stinko. Let me tell you something, kid. I am not El Stinko. No one knows it. No one. Knows the identity of a snake <laughs> uh, Oh my gosh. Uh, the Acid family posted that there's two cha-cha-cha raptors. You two are going to, you guys want to move. I'm telling you right now, pack your bags and move. Don't be there if you have two cha-cha-chas in there. And by the way, Source Rex, I had so much fun. Uh, his mom was nice enough to post pictures. I had such a good time talking to you guys. And by the way, Samuel Soros. Your old man owes me $20,000 because I told you at the beginning, every question costs $500 and you like asking me 50 questions. So your old man owes me dad, mom, hope the crops are doing well. Hope you guys are getting the rain that you need. Loved meeting you all. It was great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And thank you for posting those pictures. Those pictures are great. Uh, when Samuel Saurus Rex was there, he got to stand in the jaws of a megalodon and take a picture, which is super cool. And you can see it on there. My buddy, Roadie picked up a bunch of cool fossils and added to his collection. His collection is becoming enormous. His collection is becoming enormous. And I had so much fun uh, seeing you and your dad again, Roadie. I enjoy seeing you guys so much. That's so cool. Uh, let's see. Ashley Raptor is extremely happy. Last week she entered a coloring competition in the weekly paper, and she won the prize. Congratulations, Ashley Raptor, from all of us. Job well done. Great job. Uh, the Marceau family sent me a great picture and said, "How does a paleontologist dig get funded?" Well, there's actually a number of different ways. So let me tell you, it's done through private donations. It's done through grants. From companies. Uh, Sometimes museums pay for them, and oftentimes a paleontologist will fund it themselves. There's all different ways. Rory Raptor posted a great picture of Elasmosaurus. She and her mom were at the museum as well, you little stinker. I hope you enjoyed coming out there. That was so much fun. Uh, Connosaurus showed me some really cool fossils he collected in the Jurassic Coast in England. Wow, that's where Mary Anning uh, did her studies. I see you got ammonites, Belemnites. You've got some really cool stuff, and I love those colors, by the way. That's super crazy cool. That's really good. And here is okay. This is hilarious. Agucate family, I think they pronounce that. Is it agucate or is it agucate? Um anyway, these two did oh, this is great. Lambiosaurus and cha 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 raptor are have El Stinko. <laughs> And the Elstinko screaming, you rotten little kid. Well, yeah, you rotten little kids. What do you mean putting Cha-Cha-Cha Raptor in a room with me? You stinking kids. <laughs> you guys are great. Uh, oh, that's Cassiosaurus is age five and Tallulah T-Rex age three. You stinking little kids. You, what am I going to do with you? I love your pictures, by the way, you little stinkers. That was great. And there's me and Rory Raptor. She posted pictures on there, which is great. Luca Don went to go see Sue at the Field Museum. Hope you enjoyed it, my good friend. That's so cool. And here we go. This is, uh, hi, my son Vernon became a T-Rex member in May. His birthday was in July and he didn't get a shout out. Well, let me tell you something, my little friend. I am very, very sorry. And I absolutely want to give you a happy birthday, even though it's incredibly late. Happy birthday to you, my friend. I'm so very sorry that I missed it, but I hope this makes it up to you. Thank you for listening to my podcast. That is so cool. And uh I so I'm um, happy birthday, my little friend. And I know you're gonna be a future paleontologist. Thank you so much. Happy birthday to you, buddy. Uh, let's see. This is from the Marceau family. Did you see the fossils in China were mammals that were entwined with a dinosaur? Yes, that was amazing. I saw that, and that was spectacular. Spectacular! That was spectacular. That is so cool. Elliot would like to know if there were prehistoric worms. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there were. But here's the problem, Elliot. Worms do not have an exoskeleton or an endoskeleton, meaning that there's not much of a worm that can become fossilized. So it's super incredibly hard to be able to um, figure out what these animals are because all they leave is mush. But I have no doubt worms uh, have got to have been around forever because they play a very important role. So um, I, I hope that uh, I hope that um, one day we find some fossilized worms. I hope we do, because uh, that would be cool. But I, I'm sure they were around. Uh, this is from uh, Sarah Elizabeth, who said that you guys had missed the Ice Age lesson. I see where we responded, and I hope you were able to get on to it. Good. You found it. Good, good, good. Yeah. One of the other benefits of being a T-Rex club member is that all of the past lessons are recorded and we supply a link to you where you can watch them all. So if you join today, you can go back and watch 20 or 30 other lessons from before. And so uh, uh, we fixed it. There was a glitch in it. We found it. And I'm glad you found it as well. That's very, very good. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is interesting. Uh, Shelby Tops just won Tiny Miss Universe Global this weekend. Congratulations to you. Very, very good. She wants to bring dinosaurs to more girls. I think that's spectacular. I think that's absolutely great. And I'm very, very proud of you. And, uh, there's a link there. If any of you would like to see what she's doing, there's a link there. Congratulations to you. I think, um, uh, I, I hope. That you enjoy. I, I hope you do that. I'm very proud of you. Uh, here's one from the Butler family. Hi, DG. Can you do a podcast on El Stinko, a.k.a. you? Well, I can't do. What did you just say to me? You rot, Listen, you rotten little kids. I am not El Stinko. No one knows it. No one knows the identity of El Stinko. Smarter than Batman. Stronger than Superman hair more lovely than Wonder Woman and can hold his breath longer than Aquaman. No one knows the identity of El Stinko. All right. <laughs> There's all kinds of information about the, uh, the shark event we had, which was great. It was really, really good. Uh, Miss Gwen did an incredible job of putting it together. That is so cool. Uh, now this is cool. Five-year-old Noble posted a picture of an imaginary imaginary hadrosaur inspired by the podcast. Well, thank you very much, my little friend. The picture features a dinosaur trainer in red riding on a hadrosaurus chasing after Dinosaur George in purple. Why is it chasing after me? He also wanted to leave a message. He said, your podcast is really good. I just got the new Jurassic Park t-shirt from the store, and I love it so much that I want to show you all. Bye, Elstinko. Well, I'm so glad, Noble, that you like it, and I love your shirt. That is so cool. Okay, Net. what did you call me? What did that kid just call me? Listen, listen, you stinking little kids. I am not El Stinko. Stop calling me El Stinko. Because no one knows the identity of El, no one. Of El <laughs> and Raptorists found this huge Brachiosaurus. It's as big as you. I absolutely love it. That is absolutely great. And Indominus Rex versus Spinosaurus versus Giganosaurus versus Tyrannosaurus Rex. This is from the Stahlbaum family. It has a great video on there. I absolutely love it. This is great, and I love your—you know what? Let me see. I don't know if I can play it or not. Hang on a second. Let me let me see if I can play it. Hold on just one second. Let me stop this. Let me go back to the beginning. Hold it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Let's see if I can play it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. This is great. If you guys want to see this battle, become a member of the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group. It's completely free. You can come see it. Uh, you can watch that video. That was great, buddy. Thank you so much. Jack Raptor is playing catch up on podcast. So he sent me his his uh, pterosaur challenge. Thank you very much for doing that, my little friend. I'm glad that you're catching up to them, and thank you for posting that, Mom, Dad. I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, and this is this is a three way melee where Carnotaurus. This is from J- uh, Jackoraptor, who has uh, Carnotaurus. Uh, it has uh, who else is that? That's uh, the uh, Pterosaur, and then there's uh, Mosasaur. Oh man, I love those. I love those. Ashley Raptor, thank you so very much. Uh, I'm glad you were able to join. And by the way, I'm not going to tell about the lesson you you watched tonight, but I think you were supposed to be somewhere else, but you weren't. <laughs> oh, that's great. Charlotte H5 from England wanted to know, were there any prehistoric slugs or butterflies? Again, same problem. Now, yes, there were. We definitely know there were butterflies because we do find some evidence of those. But it's very, very hard. It's very, very hard to find insects because there's not a lot to their body. And oftentimes they are destroyed during the fossilization process. So so it's so hard to know, but I'm sure that there was. Uh, finally, what do we got? Uh, Australio Venator Sebasaurus asks, are there any dinosaurs that change color like a chameleon? Well, yes, there were. Well, let me go back. Yes, it is possible. Yes, it is possible. Any things that reptiles can do today, they could probably, dinosaurs may have had those same abilities back then. Changing color, maybe having odd little spiky things all over their body for display, maybe being brightly colored, maybe having venom. I don't know, but I do think they could. The problem is there's no way we would ever know that. I just don't think any sort of evidence could exist that we, we would ever know that. All right, let's see. Uh, Oh, this is really nice. Uh, Leo Tyrannus, who's a podcast listener from Ohio. Stop by my museum. I was not there. I am so sorry that I missed you guys. I am so sorry, but I'm so glad that you were there. Uh, and, um, uh, Uh, I hope that you enjoyed yourself. I know I had a great time. So I hope, uh, I mean, I know I enjoy coming whenever I can. And I enjoy meeting everybody. I wish I would have been able to meet you. That would have been so cool. I'm so sorry that I couldn't. Uh, The Wakefields posted some great stuff. Um, Let's see. Anyway, okay, lots of really, Ronin, age nine, did a great drawing of T-Rex. Two great podcast listeners came by. I was not able to to meet them, unfortunately, but the, is it Grimaud family and Ezra and Elijah's family? There's pictures of all of you guys. I am so sorry that I was not there to meet you. Please accept my apology. I am so glad that you guys came. I'm so sorry that I wasn't there, but thank you for listening. Shout out to you, your family, moms, dads. Thank you all so very, very much. I appreciate you guys so much. I really, really do. And then (laughs) my little Susie Saurus posted a link to a song (laughs) that was performed. This is great. I listened to it and I absolutely love it. All right. So for all of you, by the way, uh, Rue, I see you got to see Iguanodon, which is a dinosaur I absolutely love. Love Iguanodon very, very much. Velociraptor Maddox sent a great picture with real. Oh, that's from the Sam Noble Museum. You know, I filmed there when I was uh, when I was making Jurassic Fight Club. We went there and filmed. I love it. Uh, Ronan and Tor in homeschool wants to know more about paleontology. Um, let's see. There's Robert age five posted some really good pictures with a great looking book. Great looking book, by the way. Um, let's see. Jack uh, Skinner sent me a really neat message. Uh, I love, I love uh Jack, your little stuffy. That thing looks so cool. Uh Leo H5 posted some really good pictures. I love the bright colors. I love all of that stuff, my friend. Um thank you so much, by the way. Uh I'm glad, oh, by the way, this is to the Holmans. Thank you so much, and I'm glad that you guys like the podcast. I think that's so polite of you to say. Thank you so much, Mom. I appreciate you guys so much. Um I hope that you guys continue to listen and I hope you enjoy it very much. And I love your dinosaur shirt, by the way. That's really cool. Uh, on, uh, on, and, uh, Andre family posted a really cool, that's a really cool picture. That's a cool picture of a, of a T-Rex, uh, phone case. That's, I like that a lot. That's really cool. Uh, let's see what else, uh, Is it Heike's birthday turned five back earlier? I missed it end of July, but he got a green, I mean, a blue Sorkasuchus birthday cake. That is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is so cool. Well, listen, thank you all so very much. For those of you that would like to leave a message or post your pictures, you're welcome to do it on the Dinosaur George Kids Facebook group page. I'm going to take a short break. And when I come back, I'm going to end this particular one with an interview. If you become a Patreon Club member and you become a T-Rex member of the Patreon Club, your name gets put on a wheel. We spin that wheel and if it if you're lucky enough that it lands on your name, then you get to be interviewed. And so when we come back from this commercial uh, about the Patreon Club, we will listen to that interview. So here we go. Become a member of the Dinosaur George Patreon Club and join the fun. We offer different club levels, each with their own set of benefits. Private lessons, new discoveries, behind-the-scene access, and much more are all part of being a club member. Visit DinosaurGeorge.com and sign up today.
0: How would you like to be interviewed on a future podcast episode? Well, now you can. Become a Tyrannosaurus member of our Patreon Club, and you might be chosen for an interview with Dinosaur George.
1: Visit dinosaurgeorge.com to join the club. And now, let's meet a Tyrannosaurus Club member. All right, one of the best parts about being a T-Rex member is you get the chance to be interviewed. And this time, who got to be interviewed? Spinonorosaurus. Spinonorosaurus. How are you doing, sweetie? Good. How old are you? Let me guess. Forty.
0: Five and a half.
1: Five and a half? That's pretty old. Have you got a job yet?
0: No. You don't have a job? I don't.
1: Oh. Are you married? No. Well, I'm just asking. I don't know nothing. So you are five and a half. That's pretty good. Um, what state do you live in, honey? Do you know where you live? Your state?
0: Nashville, Tennessee.
1: Whoa! Home of country music. Nashville, Tennessee is amazing. I've been there a couple of times and I loved it. Uh, it is one of the coolest things in the, one of the coolest places in the world. I like it. Do you like music?
0: Yeah. I'm going to be in dance class.
1: No way! You're going to dance class? Yeah. That's pretty good. Are you excited about it? Yeah. Good.
0: And I and I'm out of preschool.
1: You are out of preschool. Are you starting kindergarten this year?
0: Yes. You. US, USN.
1: Nice. Are you excited about that? Yes. Have you? There's
0: met- a turtle in their room.
1: There's a turtle in your room. What? Your teacher is a turtle. Your teacher is a turtle.
0: What? No. They feed a turtle. Oh. Not my teacher.
1: They, Your teacher ate a turtle? They fed your teacher a turtle? What kind of school are you going to, kid? <laughs> it, they have a turtle
0: in a tank in their room.
1: That sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. So, did and you have. That's what
0: I've been waiting for.
1: Is that what you've been waiting for?
0: Whole pet that's a carnivore. And guess what this guy eats sometimes?
1: What? Guppies. Oh, wow. So, it's a little meat eating turtle. Now, is it a. I'm, does it live in the and water? I've
0: been dying for a meat-eating pet.
1: <laughs> now, does that turtle live in the water or is it on land? Water. Oh, so it's it a. It has a tank for water. Nice. So it's a true turtle. Do you know what kind it is? Have you learned that yet?
0: Mm, it's a, It's something with a little beak.
1: Is it a red-eared slider or is it a snapping turtle?
0: Red-eared snapper.
1: Nice. Very good. Well, that sounds like it's going to be fun. So, how was your summer? Did you have a good summer? Yeah. What kind of stuff did you guys do?
0: I had a night swim.
1: A night swim? What is a night swim? I swam at night. No way. You went swimming at night? Was yep. it? Was it in a pool or the ocean?
0: Pool. Yeah, the my pool. My pool has lights that turn in pink sometimes.
1: You have a pink pool?
0: So it's going crazy.
1: Well, that sounds pretty fancy, though. So you like to swim. Do you know how to swim yet? Yes. Very you proud of you. even do backward somersaults. No way. How did a kid who's only five and a half learn that? So you in, went...
0: in do forward somersaults and swim on the bottom.
1: Wow. I can do a Ford somersault, except for when I trip. That's when I do a Ford somersault. I'm not very good at that. Well, that's pretty good. What other kind of things did you do this summer? You went swimming, obviously, what else did you do this summer?
0: Mm, I went to the Science Museum in Nashville.
1: Nice. Did you have fun? Yeah, what kind of things did you see there? Do you remember
0: there was a, there was a um little tank full of water that. There was a light that was red, and turtle water kind of red, so it looked like blood. Ooh. And then they put these little balls and walls in there. And you could do cool things with the blood.
1: That's so cool. That sounds like a lot of fun. So, have you ever been to a zoo? Do you like going to the zoo?
0: Yes, my zoo even has Komodo dragons now.
1: No way. I love Komodo dragons.
0: And one time with Grandma and Grandpa, I even saw one that was not very far from the um, wall that you could see them from.
1: Whoa. Would you like to have a Komodo dragon for a pet? No, no, no. they're poisonous. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I thought they'd make a good pet. Maybe you could sleep with him, ride him to school, take him to the- Okay,
0: maybe riding him to zoo, to school would, would be a good idea.
1: That would be if hilarious. You
0: school, if he missed a school bus.
1: Yeah, you could ride a Komodo That's- dragon. You, you- and they're
0: still pretty fast sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, they're very fast. Yeah, absolutely they're fast. So you're going to ride a Komodo dragon to school on your first day and you're going to walk in and your teacher, the one that eats turtles, is going to be all excited. Wait, this is the most confusing conversation I've ever had, child.
0: (laughs) None of this is real.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Because I was going to tell your mom, uh, I don't think your kids should be riding a Komodo dragon to school. (laughs) So do you have... (laughs) do you have any pets at home yeah i have one cat nice what's your cat's name a
0: short-haired a short-haired domestic tortie
1: nice sounds like a pretty fancy cat what's his name is it a girl or a boy do you know girl what's her name
0: her name's lulu
1: that's a good name for a cat lulu so you have a cat and a komodo dragon well sounds to me like you have a great household Oh, I'm sorry. None
0: of this is real.
1: Oh, that's that's true. That's absolutely. a
0: Komodo, Komodo dragon heart.
1: <laughs> well, you're the one that said you were riding a Komodo dragon to school, didn't you? not that wasn't that you? I think somebody I said it. Was
0: it. A good idea. Oh
1: yeah, well, I thought it would be a great idea. You should discuss that with your mom. Mom, can I ride a Komodo dragon to school, please? And your mom would be like, "Child, have you been talking to Dinosaur George again?" <laughs>
0: I'm interviewing
1: you. <laughs> so let's talk about attack. let's talk about dinosaurs. Do you have a, now in Patreon? You go by Spinosaurus. Do you like Spinosaurus the best, or is that just the name you chose?
0: That's one of my favorites on
1: land. My favorite in the water is the Liopleurodon. Whoa, that's a big, big swimmer, isn't it? What kind of stuff yeah. do you think La Pluridon ate? What do you think it ate? Um, pterosaurs
0: and probably fish.
1: Yeah, I agree with you completely. Sharks, turtles, fish, cotton candy, french fries, and hamburgers. Pterosaur. Oh, and pterosaurs and hot dogs and spaghetti. Those are the things that it, wait, you're shaking your head no. It doesn't eat Pterosaurs?
0: It does eat pterosaurs, but the rest of the things they said after and before the pterosaurs were totally nonsense.
1: Uh, excuse me? I am a scientist. I don't talk about nonsense. I said they (laughs) eat spaghetti, which they do. They eat
0: spaghetti.
1: (laughs) Now, was Liopleuridon little or big? Big. Yeah, you better believe it was big. By the way, I see you're wearing, is that a dinosaur dress that you're wearing? It's, it's just a big
0: shirt on oh, me. Oh,
1: it's a big shirt, but it's nice. I like dinosaurs. So, you like Lyoplorodon for your sea creature. You like Spinosaurus for your land creature. Do you like a particular... Rinko
0: Nixie. The shirt of Rinko Nixies.
1: Oh, holy smokes. How can you even pronounce that? You sure you because only...
0: They're only- its name is on the shirt.
1: Oh, well, that helps a bunch. But
0: it's in tiny wording, I so got it. it's hard to figure out.
1: I wonder if my what? shirt. Let me see if the name of my animal is on my shirt. Mine says "Made in China." I guess that's the name of my animal. Wait, what? Wait a minute. That didn't make any. Okay, keep going. All right, so, <laughs> <laughs> so what about pterosaurs? Is there a pterosaur that you like?
0: Uh, I like the um,
1: Wow, wow, that's a big one too, isn't it? Yeah, that's pretty exciting. So let's talk about Spinosaurus. What is it about Spinosaurus that you like?
0: I like that it eats that it eats
1: meat. Yeah, what? I like the meat eaters. You like the meat eaters the best. I'm I'm the same way. I like them too. Are there other dinosaurs or prehistoric um, animals that you like?
0: I like the saber tooth cat.
1: Whoa! Oh, yeah. on. Yo, yeah. And I'm very proud that you called it a saber-toothed cat. That's very, very good. So many people say saber-toothed tiger, but it's really not a tiger. It's more like a lion. So saber-toothed...
0: I, I never remember about saber lion. It doesn't even rhyme.
1: It doesn't. You're right. But saber-toothed saber, cat... Saber-toothed
0: tiger actually rhymes, kind of.
1: Yeah, it kind of. It's easier to say, that's for sure. So, yeah. what do you like about Smilodon? Why do you like that?
0: I like the big sabers.
1: They're big, aren't they?
0: Yeah. yeah. and they're sharp.
1: They're very sharp. Have you ever seen the skull of a saber tooth before? I
0: have a show with a bunch of different dinos, and it has a Megalania one and a, and it has a Smilodon one, and it literally says it dug its sabers. Into the most harmless spot, into the weak spot of its prey.
1: Very good. Do you know how to read? Can you read? Mm, or does mom, Not yet. That's okay, but you have a very that's good memory.
0: That's why mom had to tell me that's what this
1: guy was. Sure. Well, that's good. That's mom's job is to help you learn how to read. And now that you're going into kindergarten, you're probably going to be a good reader. You'll be a very good reader. You have a very good memory. I'm very proud of you. Yeah.
0: Look at my bow. You can tell I like pink.
1: Uh, That is a bow, and it is pink. Uh, Did you see the bow in my hair? It's so beautiful. Look at my bow in my hair. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have a bow. I don't even have any hair. (coughs) How did I put a bow in my hair? I don't have any hair. You have to glue it (laughs) to my head? I
0: don't know. a good idea. Maybe tape it to your head will be a good idea.
1: Yeah, taping a bow to my hair sounds like a great idea. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, well tell me about it. I said that already. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you said put a bow in your <laughs> bow in your hair.
1: Well, I got hair in my ear. Can I put a bow there? You
0: can put a bow on your chin.
1: I can put a bow on my chin. Yeah. I got a mustache. I got yeah. I can put a I'll put a bow there. I'll look absolutely beautiful. Here, here, I have a bow. Let me glue this bow right there. Oh, that looks beautiful. It's a skull. Oh, yeah. It's a skull. I just happened to pick it up. Well, it would look beautiful anyway. So, uh,
0: Wait. I've seen that skull before.
1: Have you seen the skull? In, in your, um,
0: in your um, meat-eater mammal
1: lesson. That a, a girl. That's exactly right.
0: I watched that one a lot. I love it.
1: I'm glad. Yeah, I like meat-eating mammals a lot, too. Uh, you know, we're doing a meeting this Sunday on raptors. We're going to talk about raptors.
0: I do love raptors.
1: Yeah. Do you have a favorite kind of raptor? Mm, Utah. Woo yeah, baby. That's a good choice. That's a very good choice. Well we're but gonna I like
0: be the yearbook.
1: Oh, you do? So you like all of the carnivores. Do you have any favorite plant eating dinosaurs that you like? Mm, I like the sauropods. Whoa. Oh, and oh yeah. Those are hard words to say. That's pretty good. You sure you're only four and a half? Aren't you seventeen years old? Nope, not even close. Oh, twenty five. I have ten more years before.
0: I have a couple more. I have a, a lot more years before I get one of those
1: numbers. Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes a while. Not I've even
0: been- seven yet. What? I'll be. I'll be six. I'll be six next de- December thirtieth.
1: Your birthday is December thirtieth. My birthday's December eighteenth. You're only twelve. Yeah. You're only ten years younger than me or twelve years younger than me. Right? Isn't that how that works? Oh. You saying I look older than six?
0: A lot older
1: than six. Oh, you don't have to go a lot older. You just could have said a little bit, thank you very much.
0: It's actually real.
1: (laughs) So you like I I,
0: I'm not even seven yet.
1: Oh, that's right. That comes in a couple of years, right?
0: It comes next year, I'll be seven on December thirtieth.
1: Nice. Very good. So let's talk a little bit about Spinosaurus. What kind of food do you think it ate? Fish. Fish. That's good. It probably and,
0: and some little dinosaurs.
1: Yeah, I think it would have eaten anything it could catch. L- literally anything it could catch. That's a big, big dinosaur.
0: And the and its tummy. Yeah, it that... can't just catch it. It can't just kill a sauropod and just leave it.
1: Correct. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if it, I don't know if it could kill a sauropod. That'd be a that'd be an epic battle. That'd be a very powerful thing.
0: And spinos are even made for battling.
1: You're right. That's very good. You're pretty smart for being only 27 years old or whatever you said.
0: I'm not 27. I'm just five and a half.
1: Oh. So five and then a one and a two. That's 512 years old. Isn't a half a one and a two, a number one and a two with a slash between? It? It's a
0: five with a little half thing in it.
1: Oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay,
0: let's see if we can see for this
1: <laughs> okay, well, let's see if we can You know, I think trying to sort this out is not going to work with me My brain doesn't work very good this early in the morning <laughs> So five and a half, that's very good So what do you think the big sail on its back was used for? What do you think Spinosaurus had that sail for?
0: Maybe may be keeping it warmer, or cold in the
1: water Yeah, that's good That that's That may very well be what it was for That's very, very good well, I like Spinosaurus. I like- That's what I
0: brought to the table.
1: What did you bring? Show me what you brought. Whoa. Oh, that's a... A young
0: Spinosaurus. Yeah,
1: that's a young Spinosaurus. That's a good one, too.
0: And I got a scarier grown up <clears throat> somewhere. This house.
1: Yeah. Well, if your house is like mine, you um, got dinosaurs everywhere. My
0: real... Good.
1: That's good. And what else did you bring on your table? You have Spinosaurus. Who else did you bring?
0: Oh! I brought the um um um
1: Yes, you've got the and big kentacolus.
0: The baryonyx.
1: Oh yeah, baby, that's a big baryonyx.
0: They even drew the claws on it. All right.
1: That's right. Who is baryonyx a cousin of? Do you know? It's your favorite dinosaur. There it is, spinosaurus. They are cousins. I
0: brought, it. I brought them up both to the table.
1: Very good. Well, it's a good thing. I was going to ask you if you happen to have a baryonyx sitting around the house, and you did, so it worked out good. So, Spinonorosaurus, do you have any questions you would like to ask me?
0: How strong is megalania venom?
1: You know, if megalania had a venomous bite, which it probably did, um it it's not the kind of venom that would kill you what its venom was for if it's like its cousin um komodo dragons their venom doesn't really kill you the venom kind of stops your um your immune system and therefore you can become sick from the infection so it's not like a snake bite where it might cause you to fall over dead very quickly if it's a very powerful venom snake Instead, it was a venom that was made to make your body slow down and your immune system stop. So it it was probably very toxic. Um, you wouldn't want to get a bite from one. So I think uh, I think it'd be very very toxic. But it wasn't the kind of venom like a cobra or a mamba or something like that, where it could kill you very quickly. That doesn't.
0: Or a boom slung. Yeah. Wait, what? No, boom lungs kill you the next day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: i heard, yeah, where it says he was dead the next day.
1: Correct. Yeah, they have toxic venom. Uh, pit vi- All the pit vipers have some toxic venom, some of it more venomous than the other. But I don't think uh, Le- megalania or Komodo dragon's venom is that sort of toxic. I think it can take a couple of days for your immune system to give up. And then the infection from the wound is what probably kills you. So I would guess megalania is sort of the same way. Well, my little spinonorosaurus, did you have fun with your interview today? Yes. We learned a lot of things, right? We found out your teacher eats turtles. You're going to ride a Komodo dragon to school. You're 27 years old. And uh, yeah, we learned a lot, right? Was all that correct? I think it was.
0: No, none
1: of that's correct. Uh, I'm looking at my notes, kid. I think I make good notes. It says right here, Nora's teacher eats a turtle. Nora rides a Komodo dragon to school. Yeah, I made all these notes. So that must be the true part. So my little friend, there are going to be people all over the world that hear this interview. Kids from all over the world. Is there anything you would like to say to the kids listening to you right now?
0: Thank you and learn about
1: diamonds. That's probably the best closing thing I could ever hear. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed doing that. I I hope you had fun. Did you have a good time? Yes. Good. Well, I'm glad you delayed that long. Were you thinking it over? All right. (laughs) If you would like an opportunity to be interviewed like you just heard spino become a T-Rex member of the Patreon Club. Do you like being in the Patreon Club, honey? Yes. Good. All right. I'll see you later. Okay. Okay. Well, all right, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this podcast on Mementosaurus, which is an amazing dinosaur. For those of you that want a project, go to the dinosaur, George kids, Facebook group and uh, draw a picture of Mementosaurus with his head raised and one with his head level for all of my Patreon club members. Thank you all. So very much. You are the reason why we're able to do the podcast because your membership fees are the things that offset the cost of doing this. So to Patreon club members, all levels, thank you very, very much for participating and helping us with uh, this podcast. To everyone out there, be polite, be kind. For a lot of you, you're just going back to school. Remember, if you see somebody that is new to the school, or doesn't have any friends try to be their friend at least be kind be nice it can be a scary thing if you're at a new school and you don't know anybody and so the best thing to do is to be a good person and be nice and kind tell your parents you love them tell your aunts and uncles and and all of your family that you love them Moms and dads, thank you so much for allowing your children to spend this time with me. I take it very serious to ensure that those kids are safe whenever they listen to me or they have anything to do with our Patreon club or our Facebook. Until next time, everybody. Oh, you want to know something? I'm going to kill this music for a minute. You guys want to know something I'm doing tomorrow? Today, by the way, is Sunday, August the 13th. Tomorrow. August the 14th, I am getting on a plane and I'm flying to Montana to go dig dinosaurs. So I'm going dinosaur bone hunting tomorrow. I'll do that for a week. How fun is that? Maybe one day we can all go together. Thank you guys very much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you, Patreon Club.